celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team of experts answering your questions toll free at 1-866-405-8405. Ernie Rodina is our brand new horse expert here. Animal communicator Joey Turner. Dog father Joey Volani. Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard. And Dr. Debbie answering your questions. The season of stars continues. As you may know, Davy Jones was scheduled to be a part of the Animal Radio Season of Stars. Uh, we pre-recorded an interview with him, and then when Davy Jones died, we deliberated whether or not to run the interview. And we put it out there on Facebook, and everyone agreed unanimously, run the interview. So we will tribute him today by ra- running the interview that we recorded earlier. And that's coming up in today's show. Uh, Joey Volani, what are you working on? I'm working on telling people of when they're interested in adopting dogs, what kind of dogs would work for them by their coat type and the amount of grooming that goes along with it. So you're going to learn that by listening to me, and you're going to know exactly what to adopt when I'm done with you. Vlade, you have that exactly. problem all the time where uh, people... Uh, yes. Yeah? Yes, I do. And I love what she just, she just said because, uh, uh, you remember, Joey, I want to ask you because I said, well, you know, I love German shoppers, but so much for my wife hate me for that. So I want to get the Portuguese water dog because I love that dog's personality. But you told me, ah, 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 Larry, because. Yeah, it's going to yep. be so much money spent and you, it's, it's, it's high maintenance. You told me. Yeah, you told me hi, uh, having a Portuguese water dog is like having a uh, Porsche or Mercedes because you have to spend so much time for maintenance. There's a lot of work in that dog. That's a dog that comes in you dread the, to dry because they never want to dry. And my, my clock runs by the minute, so <laughs> the, the meat is taken, baby. I give you a great deal, so you know what? Uh, I know, but how Barack Obama is dealing with this situation because he has the same breed. Listen, I, I, I think I think he gets cash in, in, in a lot of places. You don't have to worry worry about it okay okay just (laughs) (laughs) they come i just love that (laughs) they come to his house let's uh hit some email what we got really fast if we can stacy what are you working on by the way well finally something good is coming out of a divorce well it's not really good but uh it's good for your pet there's some new laws that are going to be enacted and some states have already done it i'll tell you about it coming up on animal radio news okay if you want to email us you can send your email to your voice at animalradio.com you can also tweet us with your questions at animal radio or hit us up on facebook and as like i say every week we're giving away great stuff every day on facebook just for liking us facebook at animal radio and uh, this one's for vladi this comes in from Ina. She says, I recently acquired a 10-year-old Australian terrier. He's a good dog with the exception of pooping during the night in the living room. Do you have any solutions that I may try to stop this behavior? That's the easy things to do. All you need to do, you know, just to create the dog for the night and uh, make sure after doing this for two weeks, you the next step would be uh, sleeping with the dog in your bedroom, not in your bed, my dear, in uh-huh. your bedroom and something next to you. But the door outside must be closed, mm-hmm. like starting from the little crate, going to the big crate, and that will be taking care of that. It's simple things to do. How about crazy glue? That don't work? <laughs> and a cork. 
what are you gonna glue it to? I mean, <laughs> I'll glue that cork right in there. Yeah, nothing will be coming out. Ah, it's like the same thing like happened before. You remember we spoke about last show? Like uh, the, some guy took the took, took the dog to the some grooming shop, and uh, the ear was falling up. After that, some the groomer was gluing that back. That's what you're referring to. Now you're using that. You glue know, for maybe everything? yeah, maybe maybe we use glue a little too much. Okay, I'll, I'll retract that statement. <laughs> <laughs> like I said before, if you go into your groomers and you see super glue, turn around and run. Yeah, that's not a good sign. I hope they make laws that groomers need to be licensed. I'm surprised that they don't have any laws like that right now. I know. We've really tried. I mean, I was on the licensing committee uh, for the state of New Jersey for a long time, and it just goes nowhere. You know what? They don't have enough money to fund it. That's the biggest problem. Is there not enough funding in the states to um to do it, and it's not high on the priority list. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We're going to the phones next for your calls right here. Hi, this is Shelley Morrison from Willing Grace, and I'm on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your pets. Please. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. You know, the big guy is always talking about Hal Abrams and Judy Francis, but let's face it, the dream team is here. They're the ones that we really care about. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Dog father, Joey Volani. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. And our horse expert, Ernie Rodina. We're going to have to get you some kind of nickname, Ernie. Like we have done. They always called me. They always called me Biggie. Hey, I've got some exciting news for the Dream Team and Animal Radio Network. Oh, really? I am going to be representing the Animal Radio Network April twentieth through the twenty second at one of the largest horse fairs in the United States. Wow. It's the Midwest Horse Fair in Madison. I'll be riding along with three other radio personality with Gaming with the Stars. I'm going to be competing in three events, and I'm going to be. Doing this one for us. Holy wow. moly. See, I'm so proud. Great. Why can't you do that, Joey? I, you know what? I don't know. I, I, I try. It just, it just doesn't work. But if his name was Ed and not Ernie, we can call him Mr. Ed, and it would be perfect. It would be perfect. <laughs> hey, that, that's fine with me. Call me Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed. But, uh, you know, Joey, I, you're, I could get you teamed up with me, and we can do a pickup race up there. There you go. I'm ready. Well, you know, but it's a big horse fair, and it's just anybody that's anybody is going to be there putting on a clinician. They expect about 50,000 folks to go through. They're going to know all about animal radio now having horse on the program there. Well, we're going to put all that information over at the website so that if you're listening, you want to check out Ernie Rodina. Listen, uh, we're going to continue with the season of stars. Last week, Elaine Boozler was on, and this week we were scheduled to have Davy Jones on, the late monkey. And it came to us as quite a surprise to find out that he had passed. And we actually had pre-recorded the interview. And we deliberated a long time whether or not we should run the interview. Yeah. And we decided, yeah, we're going to do it. As a tribute. As a tribute to him. And so coming up... He's a young guy. He was 66, and he died with his horses. He he was actually in the stables with his horses when he had his heart attack. Big horse lover. And uh, and in fact, let me give you a little tease of what's coming up. He's talking here about the rest of the monkeys and, and actually his how good his health was. 
I got to say, well, Mickey, Mike, and Peter are doing okay. They're all in the actor's home in Hollywood, you know. <laughs> I went to see them a couple of weeks ago, and I went over and I said, do you know who I am? <laughs> So the entire interview will be uh, coming up in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. And we're taking your calls, one 405 Stacy, what are you working on? All right, here's a game you can play with your friends. What state in the U.S. do you think has the worst pet teeth? The worst pet teeth in America. What dog in all your travels have you gone through a state and just said, oh, that dog has the worst breath? All right, I'm going to tell you who comes in at number one. Coming up on Animal Radio News. And we'll go to the phones, 1-866-405-8405. And let's go to line three. We have Varna on the phone. Hi, Varna. Welcome to Animal Radio. Hi, how are you? Good. I understand you want to talk to the good doctor. Yes, I do. Well, hi. What can we do for you today here? Well, Dr. Deb, I have a wonderful dog by the name of Jada. She is part German Shepherd and Pitbull. She's about five years old, and my daughter rescued her when she was in college. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Most recently, uh, she has been having the run. I was giving her some uh, chicken breast and some brown rice, and I wanted to know if I'm going about this correctly. Tell me about the diarrhea. Uh, how long has it been going on? What does it look like? It's loose. It's brown. Okay. Mm-hmm. And is there any blood in there? Any mucus? Is she vomiting? No, she's not vomiting and there's no mucus in it. And how long has this all been going on? Uh, less than a week. All right. Because when, when I'm talking about diarrhea and how we approach it, there's some very common sense things that you can do at home. And, and I definitely like the idea of feeding something um, that's bland, like a chicken and rice diet. Now, that means no skin, no bones. We don't want any kind of fat that's really going to be too much for a sensitive system. Once we start to get over two to three days of ongoing diarrhea, my radar starts to get a little bit more in tune. And the okay. things that I really would be watchful for are going to be if we have blood, if that diarrhea is explosive, if we're accompanied with any kind of other symptoms, vomiting, weakness, drinking a lot, urinating a lot, any of those type of things would really warrant me to say, pick up that phone and get your doggy into a veterinarian for an exam. So you're kind of in that gray zone right now. And if any of those other things are going on, then I would really say that that would be well worth a trip to the veterinarian because we can get other things that can cause diarrhea as a side symptom. But in many cases with uh, milder diarrhea, we look at changes in diet, treats, chew bones, all of these type of things can cause basically what we term dietary indiscretion. And it can really set a system off because dogs, they thrive on a consistent diet. Diet. They're not like us. They really don't need a different flavor every other day. They don't get bored. Um, every time we change brands or add in different things, we're actually doing them more harm than good. So um, if we're on a consistent diet and we're not introducing treats and other things, edibles off the table, then that definitely would have me more concerned if this diarrhea has continued. But if somebody's been handing over some treats, some other things, then we need to eliminate those things, stay on that bland diet for several days, and let things get back to normal. So when I see a pet that has this kind of diarrhea, I may do some basic blood work. I might do a fecal exam just to check for parasites, because even though it doesn't sound like your doggy gets a lot of dog-to-dog contact, we know that there are feral animals that do uh, come into our environments that can bring parasites. Um, But sometimes we just need to get a pet on a broad-spectrum antibiotic, maybe a probiotic to assist with that and keep that diet nice and consistent and, uh, you know, see if we can get back on track there. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I, I do want to say you named a couple of things. She did eat some uh, fresh breast rawhide, and um, uh-huh. I have seen that cause her to have the runs before, but that was just maybe 
every other day or maybe every three days. It wasn't consistent at all. We had just picked it up. So I have to say, since I've been giving her the raw diet, as you share, um, she has her her stool has congealed, and um, mm-hmm. that is what you were looking for, right? That's what we're looking for. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So so basically we want to get her back on that nice, consistent, keep it stable and get her poops. And I'm not a fan of a lot of, uh, you know, some of the variable diets that are out there. But um, sounds like, uh, you know, if she's in good health otherwise, that you're heading the right way here, Varna. And I appreciate your call. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we're waiting for we're waiting for your calls. So if you have a question for me, Dr. Deb, um, Vlade, Ernie, talking about horses, give us a call at Animal Radio at 1-866-405-8405. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Cats on Deck. Cat containment, you know, it's really the easy part. Cats on Deck also provides cat lifestyle enrichment while keeping your cat safe and contained in all types of weather. You know, there's many styles, and you can even customize your own. They're easy-to-assemble enclosures, and you can find them at catsondeck.com and get a 10% discount by using the promo code ANIMAL. Here's your cat tip, Oda Week. Oda Week. <laughs> hey, it's, you know, it's sort of a, a St. Patty's thing. This is Animal Radio. Hi, this is CatsOnDeck.com, sponsoring this cat tip of the week. Cat life, a world of routine and security. Cats are naturally conservative. They prefer things to stay the same, and they like things to happen at the same time every day. Cats enjoy being in an environment where they are familiar and feel secure. Changes, even minor ones such as rearranging furniture or major ones like the introduction of another cat or pet can be quite unsettling. So, any changes or introductions should be gradual and not thrust upon them all at once. Some people will say that their cat somehow knows when a visit to the vet or owners leaving for a holiday is about to happen. Many believe that they instinctively know the sounds, the movement, and even certain words that are associated to the last experience that occurred immediately thereafter, and the reason a cat initiates one of their magical disappearing acts. Routine represents security to a cat. Visit CatsOnDeck.com, where cat environmental enrichment and safety is a major component of all our cat enclosures. Imagine a unique cat containment system for your home, apartment, or condo that's incredibly strong, lightweight, and easy to assemble. Cats on Deck has the answer. With their exclusive InstaClamp, you can quickly change configuration or size by connecting screened panels to each other in minutes. Cats are vertical creatures. With Cats on Deck, you can add shelves, ramps, tunnels, and even a loft. Visit CatsOnDeck.com today. Home of modular, lightweight, and strong enclosures, providing superior lifestyle enrichment and a safe outdoor environment for your cat. You left the gate open, so I went for a walk. Now I'm lost, it's getting dark, and I know I shouldn't have left. I'm sorry. Could you uh, come get me? Your dog can't tell you where he is. Good thing there's Tag, the pet tracker. Text, email, and GPS for dogs. If Max wanders off, you get a text and email. Then you can use your computer or mobile device to find him, track him, and bring him home safely. For more info, visit Tag.com. That's T-A-G-G dot com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. 
So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer canine caviar, visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. It's Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. In just a couple of minutes, Davy Jones. Yes, Davy Jones recorded an interview with us prior to his untimely death a couple of weeks back. And you know what? He died in his stables. I just found this out this morning. And if if I die, and I know it will happen someday, I want to be around my animals. But we'll be paying tribute to him, and we will be running the interview coming up in just a couple of minutes with the part of the... Season of Stars here on Animal Radio. And Cat Cora will follow him next weekend. Uh, let's uh, hit the phones. For Blotty, we have Melvin. Hey, Melvin. How you doing? Hi. How are you? Good. What's going on? Blotty's right here. Yes, we Melvin. A, I'm uh, here. A Shih Tzu puppy who's about a little under a year old. And okay. she's Shih Tzu are... Pardon me? Shih Tzu are nuts normally. What uh, they they like to pee all the time, you know. When especially when you leave the house, they like to bark, and unfortunately, sometimes like to snap. <laughs> what the problem you dealing that, with? Well, what we're trying to uh, see how we can break her of the habit is she she tries to dig with her front paws, whether she's mm-hmm. on a piece of furniture or. Uh, the bed, or even we have an ottoman, and she she digs the bottom of the ottoman. Okay, when you're home or you're not? Pardon me. When you're home or you're not? When we're here. In in front of you? Yeah. Okay, you think she does it to get your attention? I don't think. Okay, so is it is it happening all the time at the same time, or it's happened randomly? If it's something in reaction, what you guys doing? I mean, maybe you're watching TV. You know, when I was a kid and my mom was on the phone, and I was, uh, you know, when I get her attention, I, uh, you know, pull the refrigerator, get some popsicle from this, from that, because I knew <laughs> that's the only way for me to get the attention. Hell yeah, you know, I, I see so many times the dogs bark when the people talk over the phone because the only way for them, you know, to get the people's attention, like uh, impolite kids. <laughs> so I don't think it's that because when she does it around us, we're usually giving her attention, of course, not constantly, but I mean, when we're in the family room watching TV and she's playing around with us and everything, and all of a sudden she'll start digging. Maybe sometimes bad attention is better than no attention. Maybe once you start to digging, what are you telling her? Please, baby, don't do that. Or, or you say no, and she thinks the word no is her nickname because it's not what you say, what you've done. How are you reacting to this? We usually uh, will say no or call her name, you know, and say no. It's usually okay, a and what happened after no? Man. And after that, what happened? And if she's still doing until you forget your daddy with your no, what are you going to do next? What is the law of escalation? How you escalate it? How you say, excuse me, it's enough well, we, and enough? No, we say it very loudly. We raise our voice. I know, but if it doesn't work, that's what you're calling me, you should have said. That, that okay. doesn't <laughs> take her up for a second. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so look, look, look I, I, I sometimes I think I have a crystal ball, but uh, you know, in this situation, I, I kind of need to ask you so many questions, like a KGB gets just, just to the bottom of it. But despite of the reason why she does it, the only two things you can do: you can stop her from unwanted behavior, and you can redirect her to the behavior you want her to do. What would be, um, you know, acceptable behavior? And to me, acceptable behavior will be lay down like a nice girl or it's boy girl whatever and chew the bone and do something not interrupting with your activities so that would be my mental picture what behavior i want her to do but because she's doing something bad first here's the easy solution you gotta interrupt it you gotta deliver the consequence it's not what you say it's what you've done millions dogs in this country believe the word no is their nickname because people use it all the time without any consequences. When you're raising the canine child, you have to raise them by the rules of canine culture. Doggy mother is not the human mother. She doesn't repeat the things. She growls one time and after she snaps. Okay, to make the long story short, um, go and uh, go and Google the product by name Pet Convincer, like convince someone. Pet Convincer. She does something bad, scream, give her uh, like instead of no, say ah and. Psst. Air, it's gonna air comes out, startle her. From that time, you have to say, "Good girl, like mama bite, mama lick," you know, and it's all okay. forgiven, forgotten. Nobody goes to the jail, okay? Kenyan culture, they don't, they're not so stupid. They don't have a puppy protection agencies or puppy psychologists and staff. Kenyan mom says no, it means no. You can call her whatever you want. It's just in America, if your mom says no, you can call one eight hundred, turn her in. No, <laughs> startle her. She startled him to say, good girl, give her bone, pet her, and forget about this. You do three consecutive times, you win three battles, you will win the war. Thank you for calling, guys. Thank, thanks for your call there, Melvin. 1-866-405-8405. That number's toll-free to any one of our dream team. Ernie Rodina, he's our horse expert. Animal communicator, Joey Turner. The dog father, Joey Volani. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And Dr. Debbie, all here at your beck and call. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewy's natural goodness for dogs and cats made with raw USDA inspected meat, raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. It's the official food of Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog, and we'd like you to sample it. In fact, we'll send you a free sample. All you have to do is send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. The address over at our multifaceted website, animalradio.com. You uh, send us as, as many. <laughs> I told you, you have no. to have a fish oil. No, no. Tell us if you want a cat sample or a dog sample. Please, I keep getting these requests, but nobody mentions whether they have cat or dog. Okay, I need to know. You don't want to piss Judy off. <laughs> By the way, Stella and Choose is a great product to take care of diarrhea, which not maybe medically. Are you having a diarrhea uh, problem? I don't have a diarrhea problem. Sometimes my clients' dogs have it. Oh. (laughs) Vlad says he wants to talk crap, so we're going to talk crap next time. Guys, you wouldn't be laughing, but you know, in uh, Newport Beach, California, where I am, where the rich people lives, you know, they sometimes go in the weird way. You know, <laughs> you know, they just. I was, I was. I mean, I used to do everything. When I came to America, I was working like a 
Betsy there and I was driving in Michigan to the rich people, I just uh, condition or, or TV program for their pets while their owners not home. So what's happening is it became new fashion in Newport to have, um, you know, you know, the male dog, sometimes you need to take care, not all the time, you need to get this testicle cut off, you know, because like every male, no testicles, no problems. So what they do now, they're putting the testicles back, and a lot of veterinarians do it, you know, plastic ones, like a, you know, <laughs> like a fake one. Nudicles. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's becoming a new fashion here. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about <laughs> And that they don't glue it. Yeah, they don't they glue that. They just insert them. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Debbie did one of those surgeries a few weeks back. Anyway, they do it for, for the humans' consumption, not for the animals, you know. Yeah, right after you get married. Um, <laughs> if you want, you can have them, you can have fake ones put in. Uh, okay. one 405 We're going to the phones next for your calls in a few minutes. Our Davy Jones interview. But let's uh, let's go ahead and take a phone call first from Bill. Hey, Bill, welcome to the show. Hi. How's everybody doing? Really enjoy your show. Well, thank you much. I understand you want to talk to our animal communicator, Joy Turner. We just How wanted can... to check. Uh, we lost uh, one of our babies about a year and a half ago, uh, and she had uh, a brother. His name is Huey, and he's still with us. And we just want to know how she's doing and if she uh, approves of the new little little baby we got for Huey, little Bijan, to keep him company. Oh, she is so excited. She is just so loving what's happening in the family right now. She really thinks the new baby is very adorable. Her name is Riley. Is she happy with us? She tells me she doesn't really have a gigantic comparison, but she thinks everything feels really good to her so far she feels really loved and she's kind of she thinks working her way further and further into huey's heart that's good and dooley's doing okay and i know she wanted uh we felt like uh we can feel her around us we had to move from the house that we lived in and we couldn't take her with us she was buried there and we just wondered if she's uh okay with that she says she completely understands she wouldn't have exactly wanted you to dig her up and move her so she has no problem with that she said you know it's not really her there she went with you to the new house oh that's great so she knows exactly where the new house is is she ever going to come back and be with us she says she thinks she is but she's going to wait for huey first okay she'll wait for huey and then they can come back together exactly that's the plan all right well thank you very much joy we really enjoy your show and um um, we miss Dewey a lot. Tell her that. We think about her all the time. She says she knows. She hears you. And thank you for your call, Bill. Okay. Bye-bye. one 405 That is your connection to the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Day. They provide a unique program for guests and their four-legged friends available at Flamingo and Bally's and Harris Resorts in Las Vegas. Pets Day includes the food and the water dish, the sleeping mat, the dog treats, the specialty room service menu. And you can find out more at Caesars.com slash Pets Day Las Vegas. And tonight... And really, for a very inexpensive price, 40 bucks, actually thirty nine ninety nine, you can check out John Lovitz. And he's playing at the Flamingo Showroom at the Flamingo in Las Vegas. I remember him as uh, 
the uh, oh, Saturday Night Live, the uh, Tommy Flanagan of the Pathological Liars. Remember? Yeah, I, you that's know what? it. I love, I love him. He's very I, he, funny. He, he, he's a funny guy. And uh, you can bring your animals, not to the show, but you can bring your animals to the hotel. And while they're chowing down on the room service menu, you can go ahead and check out John Lovett's courtesy of Pets Day. And I'm thinking at St. Patrick's Day, luck of the Irish. If you're Irish, oh, has, to, has to be nutty over there. It's, Vegas is built for you today. Bring the dogs, um, celebrate St. Patrick's Day, and um, you know, go see the liar. Yeah, that's it. So uh, I noticed that you're not wearing any green. <laughs> no, St. Patrick, you know, was Italian. I hate to tell you. Was he really? Yes, he was. Why do we always think he was Irish? I don't know. An Irishman told me this, and that's you know, and I looked it up, and it's true. So wow. no, 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 he was Russian. He was Russian. He was Russian. Yeah, yeah that's Russian. it. He was Russian. <laughs> well, come on over here. Let me give you a big old pinch there. Oh, For what? You're not wearing green today. You're wearing pink. <laughs> You got to wear green on St. Patty's Day. That's a that's an American custom. That uh, mm, you didn't know that, Vladdy? No, you know, you know, I'm wearing red one. It's it's a very f- a oh, kind of red. Um, that's my favorite color. You Looks know. pink to me. I'm just. <laughs> Concierge desk. This is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Flamingo, Bally's, and Harrah's Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. So if you had to guess, where would the worst place to kiss a dog be in the United States? What, what state do you think it would be? I mean, the state that would have the worst dog breath. Their, their dogs just didn't have good teeth. Well, to root out those areas in the U.S. with the highest rates of pet dental disease... Banfield Pet Hospital's internal research team determined a list of states with the worst pet teeth in America. They used Banfield's patient database of over 800 hospitals. States were ranked by the percent of dogs and cats diagnosed with dental disease in the pet hospitals in 2011. Coming in at number one in 2011, Banfield diagnosed 69% of dogs and 73% of cats with dental disease in the number one state, Minnesota, surprising, huh? That that uh, that cold town. I wouldn't even think that's it's the Midwest. Coming in at number two, Utah, South Carolina, South Dakota, round out number four, and number five was Rhode Island. Residents in northern Nambia on the southwest coast of Africa, they reported being terrorized by a bizarre dog-pig hybrid creature. The animal said to be mostly white, unlike anything the villagers have ever seen. It's got a dog-like head, broad, round, nearly hairless back, and shoulders of a giant pig. Now, if my mother-in-law was still alive, hey, I'd say she was she was traveling in Nambia. All right, she's not here to say anything. She's she could care less. She's probably rolling over in her grave right now. The beast was spotted chasing and attacking goats and dogs and other domestic animals in the region not far from the desert. Some people in the area trace the beast to one old man who's rumored to be a warlock or maybe even a witch doctor, suggesting it's his pet. 
the assumption that the beast has magical origins. Not surprising, though, a 2010 Gallup poll found belief in magic widespread through this sub-Saharan Africa. More than half of the respondents say that they personally believe in witchcraft and sorcery. Officials have banned an artist from publicly slaughtering chickens, saying the proposed art installation would amount to animal cruelty. Artist Amber Hansen said she intended to abide by the city's animal cruelty ordinance. Violating it would give her a fine of a thousand bucks and six months in jail. She's an artist in residence at the University of Kansas and considering alternatives to draw attention to the process of slaughtering animals. She also thought maybe she'd do a public sculpture. The project's called The Story of Chickens, a Revolution. She originally planned to display coops of chickens at locations across Lawrence where they would be cared for by volunteers. The birds then were going to later be publicly slaughtered by a local farmer, and then they were going to serve it up as a meal. All right, here's your buddy. Now we're going to cook them. By building a relationship with the birds, the project will transform the contemporary view of chickens as merely livestock to the beautiful and unique creatures that they are, while promoting alternative and healthy processes of caring for them. She wrote on her project's website. Just weird, right? That's not. Is that art? No, that's weird. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at animalradio.com. This has been an animal radio news update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit petslife.com. That's pets with a z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age three? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z dot. Hey, it's Vinny Penn, your party animal on Animal Radio. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining me. I wanted to tell you about a racket my brother's got going on. My brother's uh, lived in New York City um, for about 20 years now, longer than that maybe even. And uh, one of my sisters is going to be away for the holiday. And he's decided to come in and dog sit for her, her dog Lucky, while she's gone. Well, that's all well and good because I figured he had a place to crash. Now I didn't need to be bothered with him. I'd just, you know, have him uh, over when it suits me. And now, just got back to me that this is the deal that he procured to dog sit for his own sister. She pays for his train ticket in, round trip. She stocks the fridge with food the car with gas, and the cupboards with booze. The only thing missing is an actual fee on top of it. Now, am I wrong? I mean, dog sitting I respect as a gig, but my brother really, I mean, he's really pulling a fast one here, and she is going for it. Plus, it's like she's forgotten uh, how he was when we were kids. Half of her CDs are going to be gone. Silverware is going to be gone. Uh, a lot is going to be missing when she gets back. You know, the more I think about it, I'd like to dog sit for Lori when she goes away. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio.
have your pet, bring them around the radio for Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405. We're celebrating our connection with our pet. We're also celebrating Davy Jones today and our interview that we had scheduled prior to him up and dying will be run before the end of the show today. And he's a, he's a big horse lover. We're going to celebrate here. We're not going to be sad about this. A big tribute to Davy Jones coming up right here on Animal Radio. Also next week, Cat Cora, Eddie Money the following, Park Overall, Dr. Joyce Brothers and Donnie Osmond wrap out the Summer of Stars, Season of Stars. I don't know why I'm inclined to say Summer of Stars. Season. But it is our Season of Stars. Lyle Lovett may be on the show. We, we're finding out Ernie Rodina actually knows Lyle very well. So we're going to try to, maybe he'll be the last one that wraps out the Season of Stars right here on Animal Radio. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Hi. Where are you calling from today? Salt Lake City, Utah. Hmm. Beautiful place. Oh, it is. <laughs> I have Dr. Debbie right here. What's going on with your animals? Well, we've got a seven-month-old kitten, and he's very loving and sweet and um, purrs all the time. You know, if my alarm goes off in the morning, he makes a mad run for me to say good morning. Um, this one of those wonderful little kitties with me, Power is my husband. Um, the two of them don't have the best rapport, and um, they I'd like them to have a, a friendship going. Um, he'll go to pet him, and he'll move away. Or uh, he'll pick him up and he wiggles and tries to get away. And, is there anything that we can do? So is this only with your husband? Uh, have you had other folks, other people to the home, other men or uh, other visitors? Um, not really. We really don't get too much company. We're kind of new to the area at this point. Um, okay. Does he ever display any kind of, um, more than just not wanting to be by him, anything aggressive where he's scratched or bitten, anything like that? Um, he has. He has scratched and bit a couple of times. Um, okay. What was your husband doing at the time? i got to ask. He <laughs> just went to pet him. Just went to pet him. Okay, I just want to make sure he wasn't doing kitty harassment. You know, a lot of people, a lot of men like to put their hands on the cat's head and like shake it like I'm they're a dog. I'm offended like, you say Arr. that. Well, they oh, do. No. I see it all the time. I'll see a nibbling little kitten in a room, and it's kind of biting at my fingers while I examine it. And I'll be like, well, this is strange. And then you see the the man in the household going up to the kitty and rubbing the head, and then they start nibbling. They so, like yeah, that. No, they don't. They like it, but it teaches very bad habits, Hal. So, um, okay. but we're, we're digressing here. <laughs> going back to Lisa here. So, so for your little guy, um, as far as does he ever react that way with you? No. Yeah. Once in a great while, you know, if he wants to go play or something, he'll try and wiggle out of my hands, but that's a rarity. Okay. All right. Now, some things, you know, some cats don't really dig being handled and restrained. So there's that potential issue. Now, you may be the favored person in the household, and many cats have the favored person, and we may not always change that. That That's kind of a set thing for some cats. They love their one human, and they tolerate the other humans in the house. So that could be a scenario you're in. Now, a couple things we can try to really help him try to accept your husband would be to use the great motivator, food. 
Um, oh, yeah. So, so the goal would be to have your husband become the primary feeder in the household, not leaving food out, not leaving it sitting there. We want to reward him for tolerating the presence of your husband, if you want to say it that way. <laughs> but um, so having him be the one that presents the food, the treats, all of that kind of thing. But if the food's always there, there's no reward uh, for right. an unhungry cat. Um, so, so that would be the number one thing that I can advise for you. Um, the okay. second thing would be is to really try to get some other humans around this kitty. And we can find that some cats, um, and even dogs just really have problems with certain physical types. And not to say they're discriminating, but there's some things that kind of freak them out. They can be men with really deep voices, men that are tall, people that wear hats, um, different physical traits, even people that might even be in a wheelchair or have a cane. That can kind of put off some animals that aren't really accustomed to those things or those physical traits. So I would definitely encourage getting some other uh, male people around your kitty and um, see how he reacts with them. This could be something across the board that he's having. That In that case, then we really need to work on kitty socialization with the humans in the home. And uh, again, food is the great rewarder. That's where I pull out the really stinky cat food, the canned uh, treats, those delicious little um, treats that you have in the cans that you shake and the cats come running. All of those kind of things we're really going to want to use to be that positive motivator for those people that might be different or new to the kitty. And uh, in the end, We'd have to go back to your husband and make sure he's not doing any of the head rubbing, the rough play. Um, if so, we want to use an extension. We want to use things like those cat dancer toys, the feathers on a stick toys, things that remove the human from that close vicinity of that really rough play. Because um, that really just sets up for these kitties to becoming um, kind of mouthy and aggressive when the human hand is in their immediate environment. Okay. I hope that uh, helps you there, Lisa. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate the advice. Thanks for your call. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. If you're ready to solve those litter box problems, switch on over to World's Best Cat Litter. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and eliminate those nasty pet odors. It's guaranteed or your money back. And in fact, how would you like a free first bag? And you get a rebate simply by heading on over to www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio, and they'll pay for your first bag. Thanks for sponsoring Animal Radio, guys. You love cleaning the litter box? I didn't think so. Fortunately, with World's Best Cat Litter, problem solved. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and safely eliminate nasty pet odors. And because it's made of 100% natural ingredients, World's Best Cat Litter is pet people and planet friendly. We offer a money-back guarantee if you aren't completely satisfied. Find it at a store near you by visiting www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash Animal Radio. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through. 
like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team. It is Animal Radio. You lucky dog. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani just stepped in the studio here. Hey, Joey, how are you doing? What's going on? Oh, not much. Just doing a show here. That's yeah, all. Just, just the usual. Kicking it, you know. Yeah. No, you know kicking I, with the listeners. I, I didn't. But yeah. I just you want to kick it with I'd, us? I'd stop by. Oh, cool. Why don't you stick <laughs> around? Nice stay stay for Thanks, a while. You have a donut. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you stop getting the donuts. Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, is uh, what is he? He's IME right now. I think he's telling all his friends about his new video on the Animal Planet website that he needs you to vote for. <laughs> Looking down at your radio, yes, you. Because if you vote for it, then he gets his own show on Animal Planet, and he'll leave me alone. So that's <laughs> what, let's see. We have a call for Joey Volani. We have Melissa on the lines. Hi, Melissa. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Where are you calling from today? I'm in Virginia. Virginia. I love Virginia. It's for lovers. Did you know that? I heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I got Joey here. Uh, how can he help you? I've been seeing I see it a lot on TV, and, and I see a lot of dogs that are uh, dyed different colors. I just wondered if I could do that to my dogs. My groomer doesn't do it, and I wonder if there's something I could do at home and if it's safe for the dogs. I mean, I don't know if it's good for them, bad for them. You know, it's funny because they showed it a couple of weeks ago on Dogs 101 on one of the episodes I wasn't on yet. Since since then, I've been getting a lot of calls, and it's it's real easy to do. What kind of dog do you have? Well, I actually have two. I've got a Chihuahua, and I have um, a Maltese. The Maltese is perfect because that's like a white canvas, so you could do anything. Um, there's two ways you could do it. You can you can go an easy route, which is with blow pens, and blow pens you can get in, in any type of craft store, um, and um, it's you'll find it in, in, in the children's section, and um, they're non-toxic. They um, come out real easy. You can use stencils, and um, it's you know it's an air gun with 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 your mouth, and that's basically what you do. And, and you can mix and match your colors. It comes out really good. Or you can do something that's a little bit more permanent, but it's a little bit more time consuming, where you can go and get um, hair color. And the best hair color that I find to use is the stuff that um, that um, kids would use in their hair, like manic panic or something like that, because that's also non toxic. It's vegetable based, but you know what they say semi permanent but I'll be honest with you it's it's gonna it's gonna stay there for a little while especially if you use it on a, on a light colored dog but you put that in um, and um, make sure you use gloves and you're gonna basically almost like shampoo it in and if you want vibrant color you put it in dry it in the coat with a hair dryer and then go back and, and rinse it out I, I found that that even works a little bit better and you've got some real vibrant colors but it's um it's a lot of fun and it comes out real good if you if you um, take your time. Okay, thank you so much. 
Please send, send us, us pictures. pictures. What about Kool-Aid? Can't you use stuff like that to color your dog? You absolutely can. Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid works. It's not, you know what? Any any type of drink mix that that has um food coloring in, you can even use food coloring. The reason why I didn't say them, they don't come out as vibrant as the um as the manic panic does. Um, oh. it, it, it'll uh-huh. come out more vibrant, but it's but it's probably easier on you. It'll come off if you get it on your clothes or your hands. It'll come off a lot easier. But no, Judy, that um that works wonderful actually. There you go. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. If you want to color your dog, this is uh, we have all the information here. And by the way, all this information up the website too. Hi, this is Elaine Boozer on Animal Radio. Stay and to your pets and some of your exes. <laughs> Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. In this sometimes stressful world, what could be more calming than playing puppies? Nothing, according to Lisa Brady and her husband, who came up with the idea for a website that carried nothing but playing puppies. They created playing-puppies.com, a free website created to give stressed out people a little break from their busy days from the joy of watching puppies play. There are new videos of playing puppies and some adult dogs every day, and you can send in your own puppy videos. Brady says, if by watching our videos, one person each day laughs out loud when they need it the most, then playing-puppies.com has served its purpose. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Six four zero five eight four zero five. It is Animal Radio. Your dream team here, Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, Ernie Rodina, our brand new horse expert, animal communicator Joy Turner, and groomer Joey Volani, and of course Doctor Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Uh, Stacy Cohen working hard in the newsroom. Hi, Doris. How are you doing? Hi. Where are you calling from today? I am calling from Alabama. Well, welcome to the show. I have Lottie, the world-famous Russian dog wizard here. What's going on with your dog? I Hello. have uh, two puppies out of uh, a litter that we got uh, about a year ago, and they're loud, uh, basset hound mixed, and I've, I've let them out in the yard. They stay in a fenced-in area, but for about three or four weeks now, when they go out, they jump the fence, they crawl under it, and it's like uh, the chase is on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, first of all, first, excuse me, what is your name again? Doris. Doris. Doris, I never believed that in Alabama people have the same accent like in Texas, but it's such a familiar, <laughs> like a, the same to me, sounds like. Yes. Hope I hope you understand my accent, too. It's a California accent. So... Yeah, so uh, I, I would like to re- again re-ask you, sorry, sometimes I need to pull just not just information, what I need, people, I don't need all that irrelevant information, where the dog pee and poop and what the jumps. Oh, I need yes, the, I understand. Yeah, I need a few questions. Number one, what is your, just question answers, what is your dog's breed and the gender? They're males. So two males. One is male and one is female. 
Okay. And they're they're loud, facet hound mix. Bexan, okay, those type of the guys who just if they get uh, away, uh, they will never come back. I know those guys really well. And the uh, age? Uh, they were a year old in November. Okay. Uh, did you take them to the dog training school? No. No. So you are you assume they will uh, learn to behave on their own. Okay. And the problem is they like to jump on the fence and bark. That's what you're complaining about? No, they jump the fence and run away. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, I didn't even hear. I pr could predict it. You know, like a psychic cut line through this microphone. By knowing the breeds of the dogs, I know exactly what behavior to ex expect. If somebody calls me, for instance, I say, for instance, Labrador Retriever. You know, he say, I might have Labrador Retriever biting the people. You know, you know how hard to develop aggression in labs, but sometimes people do. It's going to be always yellow lab. And I can really describe, like, as Huskies likes to chew and pull and run away, Beagles bark, and we can keep going. But I knew the second you say, your dogs will run away and never come back. It's their breed traits. Trade, uh, breed traits, whatever you call it. Now, how to help you? Number one, I would create bonding more between you, you and your dog. That's why I would keep them a little bit more inside. And I would break the rules. I know I never let the dog jumping on the couch and sleep in the bed, but in your situation, I probably would do it once in a while. At least I would put the crate crates next to your bed. I want to spend a lot of time with your dogs. I would. I want to. If I want to pick up the milk or vodka around the corner, I would. I would get my dogs in the car and truck, and I would driving around and pick them milk or or vodka because I want my dogs be always with me because I want to create a social bond. Dogs like a humans. People, in order to create a social bond, you need to sleep together, eat together, and work together. So I spoke about sleeping together. Eating together it's also creates social bonds. So, you know, while you're eating, give your dog food and eat together. Not from the same bowl, uh, Judy. Don't look at me like that. I meant, okay. you know, I'm glad yeah, you person eating there and, yeah, and dogs eating there. And, uh, no, I, 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 sometimes when I say it's funny, you know, I don't try to be funny, by the way. It's just happening. It's my part of my personality. People who knows me, they know me as a very serious dog trainer. I'm getting the results when so many trainers failed. But I just bring it in the way that people would comprehend. So uh, getting back, so sleeping together when understood, eating together when understood, working together. That would be that would be key. I would definitely would I would definitely put color and leash, and I would make sure that dogs knows basic obedience training. Please visit. AnimalRadio.com. We, we we set up uh, the video how to teach them to follow you instead of you following them. And after that, all of that, I will give you a quick tip how to resolve your issue, like aspirin for your headache. Go to the hardware's hardware store and get 25, 30 feet clothesline, like a rope, very thin, like a shoelace. Attach the end of that rope to the dog's collar, preferably pinch collar. And the, another end attached to the, uh, to the door of the gate or something. And after that, open that gate and say, see you baby, you know, you can go, make my day. I'm gonna call you in a few minutes anyway. And you open that gate and the dogs take off and after you say, come baby, let's say whatever your dog's name is, Mike come or Bella come and the Bella tell you, forget your mother. And after that, Bella gonna hit the end of the rope. <laughs> 
and correct itself. You're like a fish. Reel that dog back. Give the kiss and hug. Don't be uh, angry because the dog still came to you. And after do it again. Say, go ahead. You can make. You can. You can test the boundary. You do a few times. You win two, three battles. You will win the war. It's just simple. But don't disregard the first part that I was t- telling you about. Of course not. We're very close to our dogs. We love animals, and uh, I treat them just like part of the family. They are part of the family, aren't they? They are. Yeah. They are. They are. Very, they, very are. they are. And thank you so much for having two dogs. You know, they're great pets. It's just this is little things can be resolved easily if you just follow my guidelines. They always works in with one stipulation. As long as the as long as you work, that's going to work. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now here at Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. And welcome, my friend. I'm Hal Abrams. And I'm Judy Francis. And Judy's screening your calls right now to speak to Dr. Debbie, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Joey Volani, the dog father, animal communicator, Joy Turner, and our horse expert, Ernie Rodina. And our season of stars continues. As you may know, we have scheduled Davy Jones to be on, and then he goes and dies on us. But uh, we had pre-recorded the interview. I guess we didn't know if we were going to run it or not. We yeah, thought we about just, it. first thought was we can't run that. Yeah. So we, we actually put it out on Facebook. We said, what do you think? Should we run the interview? Unanimously, you said yes. So we're yeah. going to tribute Davy Jones today with his interview. And, uh, you know, he's a big horse lover. And he died, actually, in the stables. Had a heart attack in the stables. And I just found that out this morning. And uh, when I die, like I said, I want to die with my animals around, too. That really brought everyone down, didn't I? I'm sorry about that. No, it's, I want to celebrate today. Yeah, it's, we should play some clips of his songs, you know, Daydream Believer and all those great songs. Oh, I've got them all that teed up. stuck in your head. You were a big Oh, there fan. we go. Oh, I had a crush. Oh, me too, Judy. I definitely was very much smitten with that boy. Did you have one of his posters on the wall? Oh, I think so. My sister had our bedroom plastered with them. Well, we're going to celebrate. We're not going to be sad today about this. No. The interview is actually very amusing, very fun, and he was a very vibrant gentleman who loved his horses. He will be missed. He will definitely be missed. So that's coming up in just a few minutes. Then next week on the season of Stars, we continue with Cat Cora. Iron Chef Cat Cora, also Gary Berghoff, Eddie Money, Park Overall, <laughs> Dr. Joyce Brothers, and Donnie Osmond. And uh, let's see, Stacy, you're working hard in the newsroom. What do you got going on? Well, a couple women went grocery shopping in Florida, and they found something in the trunk of their car that would probably have sent me flying out of there. <laughs> so scary. And if that thing would have been left in their car while they were driving... Oh, my gosh, it would have caused a huge accident. I'll tell you what they found in their grocery bags coming up on Animal Radio News. I'm frightened. I am, really. Stacy Cohn always uncovering it there. By the way, if you want to tweet us with your questions, say you don't want to be on the air with us at 1-866-405-8405. You can tweet us your questions or email us your questions or even Facebook us your questions. Animal Radio at Facebook and at Tweet uh, at Animal Radio. And then your voice at Animal Radio with your email questions. i got a couple of tweets right here. I like them because they're short and fast. These are for Vlade. What commands do my dog must know? Uh, that's Very not proper similar. English. 
Yeah, very similar, similar and basic to its own mom, which would teach its own puppy, which is no, see it, uh, don't pee here, you know, don't go to the wrong place, go to the right place and behave. That's pretty simple. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Okay. We, we have we have a few of them. Oh, okay. Go ahead. What is the best time to start training? Immediately. Once you bring your dog in the pack, in your human pack, you got to teach the dog. It's okay to treat your dog as the human, but before that, you have to treat your dog as the dog. If you start to treat your dog as the human, your dog will treat you or someone else as the dog. Okay. Next. Is it true when dogs grow, they can become more calm and obedient? No, uh, vice versa is the wrong. It's like a teenager. If you're not going to set up the rules and structures, in the beginning you'll pay the price. Okay. Next. What do you do if your dog doesn't like cats? Ha! Dogs and the cats needs to live uh, the way like a Soviet Union in the United States lives. It means no, no friends, no enemies. And they eventually learn to live that way. You just can help them, but unless your dog did not raise with a cat, you cannot expect that dog to love your cat. That is why, you know, my best suggestions will be separate them, make sure nobody's gonna get hurt, and create positive perception when the cat is around. Make sure give your dog love and affection, and if the dog shows any signs of disappreciation, the dog must be corrected. Wow. You guys really lucked out, Judy, with your dog. Your dog thinks she's a cat, doesn't she? She does. And you know, she disciplines the cats. She doesn't attack them or anything like that, but she'll discipline them if the cat is doing something she thinks is wrong. When you bring the new dog to the family with the cat, or you bring the cat where the dog is already think he's the boss, that's that's could become really a daunting task. We're going to go to the phones with your questions. one 405 8405 That's coming up next right here and Davy Jones yes we'll be on the way right here on Animal Radio celebrating our connection with our pets this is Animal Radio here are your hosts Al Abrams and Judy Francis and let us not forget your dream team of experts Ernie Rodina our horse expert animal communicator Joy Turner dog father Joey Volani Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard and Dr. Debbie all here at your beck and call our season of stars continues, and uh, we're scheduled to have Davy Jones on this weekend. And as you may know, he, he passed a couple weeks back. He was scheduled to be a part of uh, Animal Radio Season of Stars, and we pre-recorded an interview that that when you know when he died, it, we didn't know what to do. Do we run yeah. the interview, or so we deliberated about it, and we decided we are going to run it. We went to Facebook and we yeah. asked you what yeah. you thought, and everybody thinks that we should do it as a tribute show to him. He would have wanted it that way. I believe so. Big yes. horse lover. He yes. actually passed in the stable, had his heart attack in the stables with his horses. When I die, I want to die around my animals. You know, it should be easy for you because your animals are around always me, around all you. All the time. Yes. So we, we will go ahead and run the Davy Jones interview. And then, of course, following that next week, Eddie Money, Cat Cora, Ed Begley Jr., Dr. Joyce Brothers, and Donnie Osmond. Wow, that's pretty impressive. It is pretty impressive. And then, of course, Joey Volani. You guys are doing a good job. Well, it's really... No, thank you. Thank, thank Ju- you very much. Judy here is really the master oh, behind I, I, all. I know that, but I was trying to be nice. <laughs> Stacy, what are you working on? Some nut in Kansas, uh, who calls herself an artist, wanted to slaughter a bunch of chickens and then cook them for you and call it art. I'll tell you what her whole plan is coming up on Animal Radio News. Stacey, you got to be careful when you say some nut in Kansas, okay? <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. What is going on? I'm not, we don't have any nuts in Kansas. Of course not. All the fruits and nuts are over in uh, California. But, hey, uh, I didn't say that. Yeah. Let's hit the phones. one 405 8405 Hey, Will, how are you doing? 
I'm doing good, thank you. Where are you well, today? Good as can be. Well, good as can. I hope that's good. You sound okay. Well, yeah. Well, I am. I guess it's my two dogs that are being working on being heroes. Um, two great Danes, and at this point, they both have osteosarcoma, otherwise known as oh, bone cancer. Gosh. Oh, well, how so, old are they? The first one that was diagnosed is now seven and a half, and he's 19 months from his original diagnosis, which is, really? I guess, really That's good. That's phenomenal. Um, he had um, a tumor in his right rear leg, and we started out with a palliative radiation. He um, ended up with a hairline fracture in the tumor, uh-huh. so we did amputation, and <laughs> we didn't think a great Dane could do amputation, but... He proved us wrong. He's done excellent, excellent with the amputation. He had six rounds of chemo. And um, then February this year, so that would make him about, I guess, 13 months post-diagnosis. Originally, he was diagnosed with a second bone tumor in his right front leg, which we oh, did palliative, palliative radiation and two more chemo treatments with him. And so anyway, we're up to 19 months with him. And the day before yesterday, our other Dane, who is um, it's a nine-year-old female, she um, was diagnosed with osteo in her um, right rear femur. And she has a, a weak elbow on the right front. So um, we're pretty much deciding that the amputation's out of the, kind of out of the question for her. Mm-hmm. Just because of, you know, if, if she went lame with the right front. Right. She doesn't have a good leg already to stand on there. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. I guess I guess we're kind of in it a little bit, and we know know quite a bit about it, but didn't know if you had any other thoughts of. We've kind of talked about limb spare a little bit, but don't know if we really want to try to go that route. But at this point, we're we're kind of planning on doing palliative radiation with um, with the female, and mm-hmm. and then possibly chemo after that. We have to talk more about that later. Yeah, and definitely I commend you, Will, because um, osteosarcoma is a very aggressive bone cancer, and it's very common in large breeds, especially the giant breeds. And, and typically, we see Rottweilers would be like the, you know, the biggest poster child for um, osteosarcoma. But Great Danes definitely um, very highly represented. And a 19-month survival rate really attests to your dedication and to the great medical care that your pet has, because that is a wonderful um, duration uh, to be still wagging that tail and to to be with you, even though you're fighting the good fight. So I that, I commend you on all those different therapies, and the, the more therapies and the combinations we can use, definitely the better chance that we're going to have a, a good outcome. And, and I didn't ask where you're having this done. Is this at a veterinary school or at a research or at a uh, referral clinic? It's um, actually a referral clinic. Um, if you want me to mention the oncologist's name, I can. Um, she's um, in Pennsylvania, okay. and her 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 name is Dr. Ann Jeglum. Okay, and great. She's in in Westchester, Pennsylvania, and she's she's done real well with us. Um, I've I'm also part of um, a support group that we found on Yahoo. That's actually probably the only thing that's really gotten my wife and I through this. And um, they're actually called Bone Cancer Dogs Inc. And um, they're a nonprofit organization and have a dot org site. Yes, anyway. definitely. 
Well, I mean, as far as a lot of the new therapies that are out there, uh, you know, probably are best to be spoken by the oncologists that use that. But there are a lot of the different uh, clinics and referral clinics across the country that are doing different aspects of osteosarcoma research and work. And some of them will be working on, like, the targeted radioisotopes. Um, some are big into looking into the gamma knife radiation therapy um, and some of the newer drugs, the amino bisphosphate phosphonates are used somewhat in people, and that's also found some use in dogs with osteosarcoma. So kind of depends on what's in your geography, what different therapies are available, and whether any of these other palliative uh, treatments might even be, um, you know, on the table for discussion. So that somewhat would kind of be in the area you're at, um, but I would definitely, you know, especially since you're looking at your female, where we're not looking so much for um, surgical options, you know, we're looking more for palliative, some of those options might might be more in line for where you're you're directing. Sure. And um, would you know anything of, about a drug called pomidronate? Um, I know just a little bit, but uh, that is definitely one of those that the oncologists um, have used. As far as like efficacy and all that, I probably can't tell you because I don't use that on a daily basis. But there has been some uh, some success, and some uh, different uh, oncologists are using that. Okay. Well, as I say, the one the one I guess thing that I really wanted to pass along for anybody that else that might be out there that's in with bone cancer at all is is this Yahoo group because they're the most supportive people and as I say they have um, a dot org site it's it's bonecancerdogs.org and it's it's a full of information and knowledge and we're gonna, we're gonna put that link up over at animalradio.com Judy can you see it today bonecancer.org what is it bonecancerdogs.org yeah it ends up all being one word all together all three of them just go together and, and this is dot org. It's a resource that, as I say, without probably my wife and I would never have gotten through the first two months of of our um, original Dane's diagnosis. Well, it sounds like you're doing a, a great job so far. We Phenomenal. wish you all the best of luck. Our prayers are with you and your dogs. No, thank you very much. We greatly appreciate it. Thanks. And as far as the toenails and the walking... I get about the first quarter mile, and my toenails start to get cut back enough that my toes start to hurt. <laughs> Thank you for calling today, and thanks for listening to Animal Radio. one 405 of course, talking about uh, Joey and uh, Joey's suggestion for cutting nails back. By the way, Joey's tips are great. If you missed any of them, they're over at the website. And if you miss any of the radio show, there's a podcast downloadable after the show airs nationwide. AnimalRadio.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. Your dog can't tell you where he is. 
good thing there's Tag, the pet tracker. Text, email, and GPS for dogs. If Max wanders off, you get a text and email. Then you can use your computer or mobile device to find him, track him, and bring him home safely. For more info, visit Tag.com. That's T-A-G-G dot com. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. We want to tell you about our new Animal Planet show called Who Let the Dogs Out? It's on Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central. Check your local listings for the West Coast. It's a fun show starring Tillman, the fastest skateboarding bulldog, and Norman, the scooter dog. They travel to interesting places in search of the most talented pet in America to join our Natural Balance sports team. If you have a talented dog or a cat, send your video to WhoLetTheDogsOut.tv. That's WhoLetTheDogsOut.tv. Your pet could be famous. Phyto-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to phytofriendly.com and subscribe today. Phyto-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. It's Animal Radio, you lucky dog. Yeah. And our season of stars continues. And as you may know, Davy Jones was scheduled to be a part of Animal Radio's season of stars. And we pre-recorded an interview. Then when Davy Jones died, we deliberated whether or not to run the interview. And we actually put it out there on Facebook. And you said, yes, damn straight. We want to hear it. So this is our tribute to the great late Davy Jones here on Animal Radio. Hey, Davy! Hello. How are you doing? Davy Jones joining us. I got to tell you, you have broken the monotony around here. <laughs> I can't believe I'm speaking to the Davy Jones. Uh, I'm here. 47 <laughs> times they mentioned me on the Brady Bunch in one episode. Can you believe it? <laughs> well, now you're still touring. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, most people think I'm dead, but you know, I'm not really. I'm, I'm out there. In fact, I, I, last year, this, this last year, I, I played uh, Epcot Center. Uh, they call it the Flower Power Festival, and um, you get all these uh, entertainers, you know, so that come from the 60s, and it's, it's Flower Power. And I've been playing that for about seven years. Uh, uh-huh. You know, you do three shows a day, and uh, it, it's, it's quite easy, you know. I mean, it's an afternoon, evening thing, then you go straight into the fireworks, and you're home by 9.30, you know what I mean? Yeah. Usually they just wrap me up and put me back in a little Disney box, and I'm out next <laughs> week, you know. But I played there on Mother's Day, and I am again this year. Any of you people out there, middle of May, want to go to Epcot and see me perform? Um, it's on Mother's Day. This year I gave out T-shirts that said, Davy Knows Your Mother, you know. So. <laughs> and, you know, something's all changed, of course, because I, I noticed Peter Noon was there, and so I went to see him the night before. And he, he, you know, they're all getting old, these guys, you know. <laughs> I mean, he sings, Mrs. Brown, You've Got a Lovely Woman. Walker, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and then Tony Orlando, he, he was there too, and he's like, knock three times on the ceiling if you hear me fall, you know? <laughs> and, and, and oh, Roberta Flack, 50 ways. Uh, first time I ever forgot your face. That was what she... <laughs> and I, I think Paul Simon's there, 50 ways to lose your liver, but that's, you know... 
and, uh, and I think Abba's singing Denture Queen these days. I'm not quite sure. It's all kind of funny, tongue-in-cheek, you know, because people pat me and say, you look just like you used to. So I made these T-shirts up with my face on from 1967, you know, uh -huh. just to prove them wrong. So, um, good things stand the test of time, and I think the monkeys uh, can be included in one of those absolutely, little categories. Absolutely, absolutely, especially you. I got to say, well, Mickey, Mike, and Peter are doing okay. They're all in the actor's home in Hollywood, you know. <laughs> I went to see them a couple of weeks ago, and I went over and I said, do you know who I am? <laughs> And Peter said, ask the nurse, she'll tell you. So it was, they're all doing good stuff and they're all working hard. And, you know, it's just a case of uh, setting an example. We didn't ask to be role models. We didn't ask to be, you know, sort of anything other than that TV show about a rock and roll band. Well, now, uh, it must be the animals that are keeping you so youthful, huh? Well, yeah, I've got, um, I've got a number of horses. I'm down in Florida here right now. I've got a couple of broodmares that just came back from Ocala um, uh, in full to... Uh, a horse called Genesis, nice horse, and um, I, I've got a couple of, I've got a driving horse, I've got an Arab that uh, he is kind of the pony horse, and then i got a little show jumper that we mess around with in the local shows here, and you know, okay, winner takes all sort of thing, but um, I have a couple of nice horses, one especially in the town I live in down here, uh -huh. his name is Indian Town Jones, because this is the town I'm in called Indian Town, so you know, everyone knows me in town, my picture's up in the... Uh, in the in the local post office, I'm not wanted or anything like that. But I'm about the only guy that's not in that. So and then you know in the local cafe and they have my records on the wall and so I'm quite at home. You know I I'm pretty famous here in the suburbs. If, if you hadn't started with your singing career with the monkeys, would you have been a jockey? I think so. I ride work all the time. Anyone that understands what that is, they exercise the horses in the morning on the track. We start about four thirty, five o'clock. Oh, my gosh. Uh, no big deal. You guys are there at that time anyway. I mean, uh -huh. it's just like being a radio personality. Uh -huh. uh, you get up, you take care of it, because you've got to be off the track by 10 a.m. because uh -huh. the racing starts at, you know, 1. They've got to prepare that. And I ride 2 or 3 in the morning, gallop a couple. Sometimes I sit on other people's, but, you know, um, it might be an old gray cottage, but there's a fire burning in the grate. You know what I'm saying? I love yeah. to... I love to ride. It's kept me really out of those silly, you know, red carpet clubs and the rest <laughs> of that Hollywood baloney, you know. Uh -huh. um, I'm an entertainer. You know, I, I, I don't need anyone around uh, other than my audience to, to recognize that I'm a celebrity sure. and that I'm pretty famous in, you know, in their eyes anyway. And you can't tell anyone that's a Davy Jones fan that he can't sing, he can't dance, he's not the best looking guy in the world. And, you know, it's, it's very simple. You know, the rules have been laid down and, uh, um, it, it's pretty much, um, everybody knows their part. I sing, they scream. <laughs> I sing again, they applaud, you know, they request stuff. And, and you don't get tired of it. No, it's, it's, it's my life, you know, and I'm very fortunate, you know, as I say, not to diss anybody else because, you know, it's far easier to be crit critical than correct. But, you know, I mean, I get a bigger buzz out, out of going into Publix Market down in Florida and have somebody stop me in the cheese department and say, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> what, you, you know who you are, <laughs> and I say yes, I do know who I am. Well, wh wh why are you in here? And I say because it's called food, <laughs> and they expect me to, you know, go moonwalking into the into into the bread department, and you know, then jump into my Rolls Royce opened by my chauffeur. But I'm a pretty down to earth guy. The curtain comes down, and and that's the end of that character. And I just become a normal person. The horses, I, I've I've had a um, number of dogs over the years. Obviously, Labradors have always been my favorite. They're very compatible. Four daughters, all girls. Wow. They've all ridden. I flew a horse out 
to California to Del Mar, which is a very prestigious yes. racetrack. It's out there in San Diego, beautiful San Diego. And I loaded him up in Newark and got on a flight, and I met him in Los Angeles. I got him off. We drove him down, got to the Del Mar racetrack. Three days later, he was running at the Del Mar Futurity Handicap. Do they um, enjoy it, Davey? Do they enjoy it? Do they um, I don't think they... T this boy does. Indian Town Jones enjoys it because he's, he's quite a... a, a a, a baby in the stables, you know, you can, I could sit a stranger on him and he'd, he'd walk around the, the yard being led, but not, well, I would never put him out, anyone on the track on him, but, um, I ride him on the track. They, they, they like to exercise. They don't want to spend 23 hours in a box. That's the only problem right. with most racetracks. Sure. They are confined. It is a very hard thing to deal with. My kids hate it. They don't want me to do the racing thing. They love the horses. They want to have a petting zoo, you know. Besides horses, do you have any dogs or any other animals? I have a cat. I had a couple of cats. And uh, one of them was scared off by a wild cat. And I'll get him this year. Ugh. I'll chase him off. But um, I've chased him off a few times. It's ridiculous. Like I can running... see you running down the street. Oh, no, yes, I have been, honestly. <laughs> I live on like a retirement village down here. And, I, you know, it's like I'm running, passing, you know, people uh, uh, on their bicycles, you know, going around in circles. And I, I had Labradors in England for many years. I have a lovely old home up in Pennsylvania where I spent half my year. And I've been reluctant to get a dog for the last 10 years. And the reason being is I see deer there's one doe been down every other year and had to had a, a little uh, fawn right in the backyard you know um, oh, wow. only a few acres right in the middle of the borough but oh, surrounded wonderful. by cornfields and such and then I, I, I I've got little chippies around you know and, and squirrels and and you know occasionally the turkeys are there in fact the other day we saw a black bear and wow. I was wondering why the horses were all a little disgruntled and their heads were over the boxes, staring in a direction of the... As I say, I only have 16 acres in the middle of the borough, but, you know, these animals know where they're safe. And once horses are around, they know that there are caring... I don't know what it is. It's an instinct, I'm sure, that they have. Uh -huh. But um, I've always... I, I, I recommend it. You know, whenever I see a dog or somebody's got one on the street or uh, wherever it might be, I ha I'm, I'm drawn to it. <laughs> um, this, in fact, last night I went to to a friend's house, had a bit of dinner, and the dog was in the backyard, and I said, you know, let him in, let me have a look at him, and so he came in, and he didn't leave my side, you know, they just want to have affection, it's so they're like human beings, mm -hmm. we want to be, be enjoyed, and we want to be loved, and we want to be hugged, you know, and, and that's all they care about, and you know, I, I, I don't think you can't, uh, uh, you can't grow up, uh, I know it's prohibitive sometimes, and in a city especially, to have a large dog, or any kind of animals, and I'm not the kind the guy that locks my cats up, you know, um, uh, they tend to want to hang about me. They come into the house and they sit with me when I'm sitting about. They know when I'm kind of down. I know that I had a bit of a cold for the last couple of weeks and my cat up there, she came in and she sat on the bed, something she would never, ever do. She knows, huh? Uh, I think they know. And it's yes. a wonderful thing. And you know that, you know, anyone that's got any animals out there that are very easy to deal with, it would be a wonderful thing for you to take your dog, no matter what kind of dog it is. And, you know, I reckon recommend you call up a, um, one of those um, uh, retirement homes or, uh, you know, obviously it's difficult in the hospitals because of, uh, you know, all the restrictions, but retirement homes and things like that.
like that. There's plenty of, of them out there. And those people that can't have animals anymore would love to stroke the, a little dog that you bring in or, you know, a cat in a cage. You know, they all had it when they were younger. And it's something that you can, you know, enrich your life with. You'll be empowered and, uh, by, by doing something for somebody else. And this is what animals do for you. My, I can't wait to get around the corner and see my, my horses. You know, they all think that, you know, they're the one. They're the special one. Oh, of course. And I brush them over and I keep them clean. I look after them. It's like, you know, my kids now eat. It's almost like, you know, it's almost like an excuse for me and has been because I've not always been able to be with my children. Mm -hmm. And you've got to have some kind of recreation. I mean, I still do all those, you know, things like anybody else was. I still, you know, try to be on the darts team for six months up in Pennsylvania. And I, <laughs> I still try to go, you know, down and bowl a few, you know, games down at the alley. And I, I, I do normal stuff. And I think that all fits in with being an animal carer and an animal lover and someone that cares about you know, being part of a, a community. And that's all the dog wants to do. That's all the cat wants to be is, to, you know, and they say they're independent and they don't need. But I've found that the more company I have with one of my barn cats, she comes in, the more she likes it. Mm -hmm. And I always wondered why she was so, uh, you know, off. She was never very affectionate. Mm -hmm. But it was because of me. I didn't give her that affection. And then all of a sudden, now she's getting old. Now she wants to be hugged. And I pick her up every single morning. Aww. And I pick her up. She look at me before I, I put the food down. She look at me. I pick her up. I give her a hug. And I just hug her tight, you know. And, um... You love your animals, and they love you unconditionally. That's about it. There you go. It's like your children, you know. Yeah. Check out www.davyjones.net. Of course, URLs to everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com. Davy, thank you so much for joining us today. Okay, it's great to talk to you. And, uh, you know, look after those pets, everybody, and uh, and hope to see you soon. If you see it up there, check out the page, as we just said, and uh, maybe I'll be coming to you. Maybe coming to your town. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Davy Jones, you will be missed. Animal Radio Season of Stars will continue with Cat Cora, Ed Begley Jr., Gary Berghoff, Eddie Money, Park Overall, Dr. Joyce Brothers, and Donnie Osmond. Oh, I love it too? Okay. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Boy, this story is uh, going to probably give you the creeps if you're not a snake fan. <laughs> this would be my worst nightmare. Actually, a bird would probably be my worst nightmare. But a couple Florida women say there was a little too much junk in the trunk of their rental car. According to WFTV.com, the Brefford County residents found a snake in their car while they were removing groceries. Two women say the reptile was draped across their grocery bags. They note that the snake appeared to be a boa constrictor, adding they have no idea how long it was in the car. The county animal control was called to the scene and they did remove the snake. That would be, I mean, can you imagine if you were driving and all of a sudden, right between your legs comes a snake? All right, enough with those jokes. I know what you're thinking. But seriously, I mean, that it could cause a huge accident. And what if that snake bit? Well, thankfully, the animal control has it, and I'm sure it's living happily ever after with another snake somewhere or in somebody else's house. 
The Lab. It is still America's top dog, but the Beagle has overtaken the Golden Retriever in popularity. And guess who has made a comeback? The Rottweiler. It's uh, made a comeback, according to the American Kennel Club. They've got their annual list of the country's most popular dogs, and the powerful, protective Rottweiler edged back into the top ten breeds, knocked out the uh, little Shih Tzu out of the rankings. That Shih Tzu had been there for about ten years. For the 21st consecutive year, the Labrador Retriever clinched the number one spot in 2011. And if you'd like a complete list, you can go to the AmericanKennelClub.com, see where your dog ranks. Custody cases involving pets, they are on the rise across the country. In 2006, a survey by the 1,600-member American Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers, a quarter of respondents said pet custody cases had increased noticeably since 2001. You know, if there's a a child involved in a divorce, many judges will just uh, keep the pet with the child. But what do you do when the pet is the child? Breakups in same-sex marriages, civil unions, and domestic partnerships are among reasons pet custody fights have become more common. Pets are considered property in every state in the country. For years, they've been divvied up like furniture during divorce proceedings, but times are changing. In years past, past, pets could uh, not be protected in domestic violence restraining orders, but because abusers can use pets to threaten victims, maybe even kill the animals, the laws have changed in states like Maine, New York, California, and Illinois. Other states are looking into changes, and there's going to be changes in some other laws, too, governing pets. There will be one-day statutes for pets, much like there are for kids, giving judges guidelines uh, to rule by. That's good news. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z Vinny Penn coming back at you on Animal Radio with the Party Animal segment. This one tops them all. Gotta tell you, invitation in the mail the other day. Invitation, not even email. Postage paid to my wife. She was invited to a birthday party for her friend's cat. Now, one, I've been telling her for ages, this girlfriend of hers, she's past the, she's, she's crossed the line. She's past the point of no return. She's in her forties. This cat is the love of her life. It's just her, the cat, a quilt, and a big jug of Ben and Jerry's. That's it. Oh, and she knits. I mean, this is it. This cat is her life. And that's great. But to throw the cat a birthday party, I told my wife, you're not a good friend. This is a cry for help, and you're not responding to this. And like I said, maybe if she emailed it, stamps were put on these. Are people going to show up? Are they going to sing it to this cat? Are they going to say, how old are you now? And expect the cat to scratch out. Oh, what does she do? She's three. Be a good friend. Take the invitation to your local therapist. Write your friend's phone number on it. 
and get a straight jacket fitted. Vinny Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. It is Animal Radio, and we have definitely selected the best industry to be in because, I mean, we get to work with our animals all the time and even bring some of our animals in studio, except for Ernie, who can't bring his horses in studio. Well, if he had a miniature one, yeah. he'd bring that one. We're going to have to get Hal a miniature one. horse and then you could bring, we're, we're bringing that horse everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Does anyone want to get that phone? Okay. It's live radio, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, the uh, pet industry now is a $50 billion plus year industry. Wow. I just announced this a couple of weeks back there. And it's amazing that uh, all the people... You were just reading an article this morning about somebody who's... Uh, what are they doing with their dog? They were... You know, when you go to a salon and you get your hair, you put, get highlights in your hair and they do the foil and lighten just certain streaks and portions of your hair. Somebody was doing that. It looked like a shih tzu. And the shih tzu had foil on its head and they were just streaking it and lightening it. Yeah, we do, we do that. You do that? Do you We've really? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. my gosh. Joey Vonnie's cutting edge here, guys. You know, come on. <laughs> <laughs> How much does something like that cost, Joey? Um, well, it, it all depends on, on how much you want to do, um, but a, a Shih Tzu, if you want to do the whole body and the head, it's a $400 job. Jeez. It's not cheap. It's not are... cheap. They don't stand still. I mean, you got to believe it. There's a lot of care that goes into it. Wow. You know, I tell people this. They compare it to doing their hair, and you know what? You don't get your anal gland squeezed, and, and you don't move around in the chair. So, <laughs> Well, I would if they squeezed my anal glands. <laughs> I'd be moving all around. <laughs> okay. I don't know if anybody else here takes fish oil, but I get these, I, I repeat, fish oil. I taste fish oil all the See, time. I never do. I don't have that get problem. The burps. Yeah. Fish oil burps. I don't, you, you, you keep it in the freezer, right? No, I don't. Does that make a difference? It does, yeah. Well, I learned so much here on Animal Radio. You mean if I keep my fish oil in the freezer when I take it, I won't repeat later with fish burps? It it definitely helps. You can still have the burps, but it definitely diminishes the the intensity of the uh, <clears throat> sardine flavor. How did you figure that out? <laughs> Actually, no, I had a <laughs> yeah, I had a drug rep tell me that, and we were uh, my husband was storing it uh, in the counter, and they said, you know, put it in the freezer. It really helps um, to minimize that. So, huh. that. you know what? I, I really love the doctor Dave, and she's kind of she's not totally holistic, but she's so good about the nutrition and behavior and nutrition and health. And um, you see, I generally have a very deep respect to the veterinarian. I think, on, uh, in in um, contrast to the human doctors who are part of the big uh, drug cartel and drug mafia in this country. <laughs> yes, they do. They do. Uh, they are, the drug cartel in America is much stronger than Russian mafia people. So uh, the, the veterinarians, they're a little bit different. And many of them, and, and they're my friends, my own veterinarian, Dr. Matthew Wheaton, for instance, for the, the, the Pet Rescue Center in Alisa Vieja, they are very holistically oriented. They want to prevent the problems before the problems happen. They're, they're promoting right dog food with full of nutrition, full of vitamins, minerals, and fish oil is the one of the main components which we need to think because fish oil decreases inflammation in the body on all diseases starting when you increase inflammatory sim- symptoms in the body. And plus, it's a learning enhancer. I just see when I start to incorporate fish oil in the dog training program, Dogs learn quicker. 
you you help me to just consider that too because sometimes I think you have a kind of ADD or you just uh, have learning. Uh, I mean, I'm telling you something, <laughs> you keep forgetting all the time. You gotta you gotta you gotta get yourself on the fish oil too. Judy, who's well, this Russian the- guy that keeps talking? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't I don't hear anything. You hear something? He, we we uh, block him out. Pro- yeah, he has a problem with a criticism, but it's a constructive criticism. I love you. You know that. It just, you know, enhance, uh, improve some type of this uh, health problems. And I know you have a bag, uh, problem with your back. That would be wonderful for you, too. And that's what I was just going to throw in, Vlad, is that the places where we might look for using fish oil in animals would be things of the uh, neurologic problems, orthopedic or arthritic problems, and even hair coat and skin conditions. So those might be some things, if you got problems going, ask your vet if you can use some fish oils for that. And the doctor, could you also tell us, please, that not every fish is considering the same? And uh, we all know that uh, fish oil and liquid can be oxidized. It's a better idea to do than capsules. And not every exactly. brand is created equally. Yeah, no, that is very true, Vlad. Gosh, you are so smart. He is so smart. Well, since we're in the, the kind of the uh, flattery phase here of our day, uh, Vlad, you know, you are looking quite nice today as well, I have oh, to boy. say. You've been throwing those comments out to me. and I. <laughs> but here, just answer this question He's about blushing. No, Let me just, I want to know. He says it's red, but it's pink that he's wearing today, right? I mean, it looks pink to me. And let me say something else. He didn't. He didn't know why I pinched him today. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's pink or red. I want to know where the green is. Apparently, this is a new custom that he isn't. Uh, you know, he's never heard of being pinched on St. Patty's Day. No, I don't. But I you, don't. you see how the doctor you're talking about. Well, you see, green's my favorite color, so I, l- I look for any opportunity to wear it. It's just, it's a nice, vibrant color of life and, and Vlad you got to get with the program here you've been in the states long enough you know we celebrate St. Patty's Day so grab a green beer and have some uh, hot dogs and let's, let's uh, party it up I was going to say just, I will do just it. put I, some green food coloring in your vodka yeah that's what you know what? I, I'm, I'm uh, uh, thank you for all your compliments I'm very uh, my strive for excellence is beyond belief sometimes even I, I'm matching myself like uh, underwear and socks but uh, I'm very particular about such and things so I definitely will take your advice and <laughs> more research about the subject and, but this is a, came as a big news to me today honestly I apologize for that well just be careful if you get pinched you'll know why he thought I was actually making the moves on him or something like that when I pinched yes I thought now, of course Dr. Debbie you have those green eyes so you always always have an excuse on St. Patty's Day I sure do yeah I've always got the out <laughs> that's why we fell in love with her I fell in love with her because she has a blue, she has a, a green I have a blue so that's kind of two colors matched together that's what you put us together side by side very close mm-hmm. and uh, she smells adorable every time she's next to me oh so my god inspire me inspire me to give the better answers yeah. and be All the better right. talent for animal radio can't we take a phone call or something yeah let's, let's do that 1-866-405-8405 now it's time for you to compliment us you're listening to animal radio you can learn more at animalradio.com log on learn more This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors. Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-N. Yes, dot com.
Attention, diabetics covered by Medicare. Call now and you can be one of the first customers to receive a new pain-free talking meter at little or no cost to you. 800-917-2411. 800-917-2411. These new meters are more accurate, easier to use, and are pain-free so you don't have to prick your fingers anymore. Even better, if you're one of the first 100 callers that qualifies, you'll receive a free Betty Crocker Living with Diabetes cookbook. 800-917-2411. 800-917-2411. That's right. If you're a diabetic and you have Medicare, you may qualify to receive a new talking meter and a free Betty Crocker cookbook with your first order. But hurry, supplies are limited, so call right now. 800-917-2411. 800-917-2411. This is Animal Radio. I believe we're going to line four, and we have Troy on the line. Hey, Troy, what's up? Hey, I was wondering uh, about Dynavite. Is that really true about what all it does? Or Oh, that's the greatest question out there. <laughs> well, hey, Troy, thank you for calling. This is Dr. Debbie, and as far as with Dynavite or a lot of these other nutritional supplements out, are out there, that's the hardest thing to prove is, you know, how do these things work and do they work? I'd have to say that a lot of veterinarians are skeptical when a product comes out and claims a lot of these big claims that they do. You know, and I'd have to say there's some good things that come out of some of these supplements. And, and I know I've said this before on show uh, that, uh, you know, there are some components that may be of value for some pets. Things like zinc can be helpful for some pets. That's zinc-related skin problems, fatty acid problems. But, you know, the overall thing is that, you know, it's a supplement. Some dogs, I'd say the cons of this product, I've had some clients tell me that they the pet finds it offensive in taste, which does no good, and can be costly. So I'd have to say use with caution, not because I think it's going to hurt an animal, but I just I have a hard time getting sold into a product that's going to cure everything from allergies to itching to your pet's uh, bad breath and gas problems. <laughs> so that, that's my honest opinion there. What's yeah, your dog? My dog's like a short-haired dog, and he seems like he loses more hair, and then it looks like he'd lose all his hair, but he don't, but he itches all the time. In the summertime. What part of the country are you in? Kansas. Okay. Well, you're definitely in uh, areas where we do have some parasites like fleas. So that's the number one thing. If you're seeing like an itching at a seasonal time of the year, I'd make sure we're using good flea control products. And short-haired dogs, the the crazy thing is short-haired dogs shed a ton. And they do have just this constant loss of hair replaced with new hair. And I've actually had Labradors um, that come to my clinic, and we can just see tufts and balls of hair leaving or after they leave that are in the room. So it is somewhat the nature. If you do regular brushing, uh, keep on a good, healthy diet, you know, do you need a supplement? Most people don't. Most dogs don't. Um, if there's something we need to treat more appropriately, a medical problem or maybe an allergy issue, then I'd kind of gear our direction that way. What kind of diet does your dog have? Pedigree. I give him pedigree and some dry food. So I know a lot mm-hmm. of times when you give those supplements, uh, if you just feed a good diet, you can avoid that kind of stuff. 
I was going to say, in some areas, like out in the desert here, we do have a really dry climate, and some pets can be a bit dry in certain s- situations. So I will often use things like fatty acids, and there are some fatty acids in Dynavite. Granted, they're not my favorite. They're more out of uh, the flaxseed family versus fish oils, but some of those things can be very useful for just that kind of mild dryness or itching that a pet has. Yeah. I know. I, it, it sounds easier to put something in the food to make all the ailments go away, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, he's getting older. He's about 10 years old, and the vets can give him allergy shots. It seems like every month he needs one. Oh, that's a bit frequent. So he's getting a steroid shot then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit much. So, I mean, there's definitely a lot more that can be done for allergies than just that steroid shot, but it takes a little work. It takes a little motivation to make sure you kind of look into the problem, but it is easy to give steroids. And unfortunately, you know, even us as veterinarians, we use that crutch sometimes too much because it's easier to do that to, to get to the root of the problem. I wish we had more time because there's a lot we could get into as far as hypoallergenic diets, um, you know, testing for allergies, um, things along those lines that we can really get into to try to get to the root of the problem. Troy, thanks for listening to Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Everybody loves a practical joker. At least that's what Philip Ray Hornell thought. Hornell, a sheep shearer in New Zealand, thought he'd play a little joke on his neighbor. Hornell had been drinking with friends when he decided to herd some sheep into a neighbor's house. But that neighbor didn't think it was so funny. Hornell was convicted on willful damage charges with evidence that the homeowner had to replace carpeting in four rooms. The judge said it was about time Hornell grew up and understood the consequences of his action. Hornell was ordered to pay $795 in reparation, $300 in fines, and $130 in court costs. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Yes, Dr. Debbie, I am dangerously smart. for your own good. It's Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. Having more fun than I think is allowed by law. Let's see. Uh, before we go to the phones, because Judy is working the phones right now like nobody's business. You should see her fingers on the, all the all the different dials there. One ringy ding. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Because De- the, when the blood is on the air, phone is off hook. And, uh, you know, and the, the people call to Dr. Debbie and all our talents because we tell the truth as it is. Nobody can put the muslin. Oh, microphones. It's America. It's a great country. I know. Don't look at me. I have to shut up. <laughs> Dr. Debbie, you came in a little ticked off again today. I'm going to say the last few weeks you've been coming in ticked off, but today you had good reason. You actually had to do exploratory surgery on a dog to get something out. Well, it seems like, you know, we always think, when are dogs going to learn? It's really, when are we going to learn as the pet parents? Um, and so, yes, we had a doggie that um, ingested an avocado pit. 
And that's toxic, wow. isn't it? Well, it can be. Um, but the greatest risk, at least in this baby, was he ate it, but it wasn't moving through the digestive tract. Whoa. It got actually Uh-oh. hooked up in there. So, um, you know, that definitely created some problems. He was vomiting, not eating, really painful oh in the gosh. belly. Doctor, I just was thinking, I mean, uh, you know, if it was Labrador Retriever, you probably would never have this problem. I had recently one. He ate a lot of ropes, a lot of socks. He even uh, ate a lady's um, uh, bra and mm-hmm. burp one piece momentarily and poop the next time the rest of it along with the rope and everything. Those oh. dogs are nuts. Do you see a lot of problems with labs uh, digesting oh, the strange yes. objects? Well, you know, they are the number one breed to eat unusual things. And this was kind of a mixed breed, so I can't blame it on breed. But, you know, it, it, all it takes is one time to be too many times. And even though they can pass a lot of these things, and many times avocado pits can be passed, but uh, all it takes is that one time where it gets hooked up, it can't move through, and you've got an emergency surgery on your hands. What avocado pits is? I don't know what it is. What kind of what? No, I, this term in English, could you explain the pit? to the dumb what? Russian? Pit, yeah. What avocado yeah. A pit is yeah, like know. the seed within the fruit. So like in inside the avocado, there's a ah. pit. There's a big stone in the center. Okay, I and, got it. And, and you speak in plain English. Okay. <laughs> well, pit is English. Get on board here, Vlad. I so never heard that is... word before. And I'm here okay. in this country, great country, for 15 years, doctor. You're just using the words I never heard. I'm what sorry. do you call it inside the avocado, Vladi? Mm, I, I think inside the well, avocado well, seeds, <laughs> seeds core 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 okay yeah <laughs> well and you know the other thing we sh- you mentioned a little bit is other types of pits so there's fruit pits peaches plums apricots cherries those too can be a problem so it might take more of a cherry pit you know to actually cause a physical obstruction but any of those type of fruit pits p-i-t-s can actually if they're if they're chewed, if they're broken up, if they're ingested in that form, they release a very serious toxin. So fruit, ah, fruit pits contain a type of cyanide-type toxin Ooh. and can be very dangerous if they're actually crushed when they are ingested. They can pass through unscathed if they're not broken, but um, if that happens when they're ingested, it can be a very rapid, serious illness. They'll go into shock right away. They can have vomiting, seizures. So you really, anything that you're not sure, if it's a pit that goes down your dog's throat, you really got to get in touch with your veterinarian and possibly if it's a fruit pit, you know, see them right away. Now we just, uh, Joey just gave me one of these uh, good luck plants for St. Patty's Day. And by the way, he says that St. Patrick's was indeed Italian, but... uh, (laughs) Uh, This good luck plant, I understand, is poison itself. It sure is, yeah. And and we're not talking about the kind of clover that grows in the grass. The good luck plant or the shamrock plant, which is very kind of festive looking, it actually contains a type of toxin called oxalates. Mm. And that can result in stomach upset, vomiting, nausea. But if large enough amounts are eaten, it can actually lead to kidney failure. Oh, my gosh, so many things. Guys, you scare me, really. Give me my tea or whatever it is. Hold on one second. (laughs) I'm going to put a little shamrock in it. For it for decoration plot. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> it is the day. Oh boy. Okay, well, so what are the things we need to look out for if, if we have any concern that maybe they've eaten a pit? I guess there's certain symptoms. Yeah, I mean, the really big danger signs if you know a pit's gone in and it's not come out, um, if they're not eating if they're painful in their belly, if there's any kind of depression or change in their behavior where they seem really listless. Those are symptoms that you need to take seriously and definitely follow that poop 
we want to see if the pits come through. And if not, um, get in touch with your veterinarian. There are ways besides surgery that sometimes we can get these pits out if they're in the upper GI tract in the stomach. And that might be things like endoscopy. And in some cases, even just you know some good induction of vomiting, we can get rid of some of these pits before it travels too far through the digestive tract. So was surgery successful on this guy? Absolutely. Yes. And you know what? The sad thing is that these dogs don't learn. So we have to learn. We have to be the advocates and really look ahead and see those hazards when they might occur. So if you're having guacamole and you like to put the little decorative pit in the center, don't leave it in the room with your pet unattended. 1-866-405-8405. That number is open all week long. Don't forget you can also email us at yourvoiceatanimalradio.com. Check us out on Facebook at Animal Radio. And in fact, if you like us on Facebook this week, every single day this week we're giving out a big old prize package for you and your pets. And uh, Twitter at Animal Radio, of course. And uh, don't forget that if you missed any part of today's show, you can also head over to the website at AnimalRadio.com and get the podcast. Next weekend on Animal Radio, Cat Cora, gotta go. See you. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Back to you next time, guys. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network.